So anyone got any interesting stories of the week like Josh would usually open this up with? <laughs> oh, I got one. Today, a, f- a bird flew into my house. Okay, so Just that for, was today. Yes, that was that was literally like 10 minutes before you got here because I saw your car like pull around mm-hmm. as this was happening, like as I got it out the door. So this bird, I opened the door to, to get some packages off the thing and this bird just like explodes out of the door. It feels, I think it was in the like bird's nest that's on our wreath on the front door. Sure. And it like one flies off and one flies directly into the house. <laughs> and now I have barking dogs, screaming child and a pregnant wife that is going, what's going on? <laughs> so Homie. I, I corralled all of them into into the the side room uh-huh. and chase this bird around for about 15 minutes with a paper towel trying to like gingerly pick it up because it would get in like closed enclosed spaces where i was yeah. like okay i can i can kind of yeah. make this go work. into the laundry room mm-hmm. yeah. and then at one point i have it in the living room it, uh, like trapped under stuff so i gingerly pick it up but i don't pick it up hard enough because it does slip out yeah. the door is wide open this bird flies through the door and i'm like oh problem solved Instantly, the moment it gets close to the door, wild left turn into my side room for no reason at all. Uh, and it adds another 20 minutes to this ordeal. Uh, did, I did it a, poop all over the place? It pooped all over the paper towel that I caught it in twice. Paper I don't towel. know if there's oh, other okay. poop elsewhere, but it's quite possible. Yeah, but yeah, you, so. You got away real easy on that one. It did. It did. Um, no, you did. That's true. Yeah. It. I think it was a baby bird because it was... It still kind of fluffy. It was still kind of fluffy and it like wasn't as skittish as I would expect a normal bird to be. Yeah. So I think that's. I think that helped me in that. But yeah, that was, uh, that was my day saving nature from itself. <laughs> Speaking of which, Dumbass I'm bird. Rick Fox. I am a author here in Nashville and my name is Batty. It's something about erratic. I don't really remember the song from this very well, but I remember it was fun. For the longest time, I thought that that was someone doing a Robin Williams impersonation. <laughs> nope, it's actually Robin yeah, Williams. Yeah, I was really surprised. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I thought this was just like a straight-to-TV movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Brian. I'm an illustrator here in Nashville. And I'm uh, uh, toxic love. <laughs> I'm Caleb. I'm an analyst here in Nashville, and I'm a bat with a pig now. And we're opinionated. And tonight we are watching Fern Gully, and I forgot to pull up the information. Good thing I have it right here. Awesome, you do that. I'll do the do the part that I normally do. That's the part that I was going to do. Oh, Let okay, me... well, I got that then. Okay, you do that, I'll do the other part. Okay, and I'll cut we, all this shit out. We run a tight ship around here. <laughs> we sure do. Fern Gully, The Last Rainforest, was made in 1992. It stars Samantha Mathis, Christian Slater, Robin Williams, Tim Curry, Jonathan Ward, Grace Zabriskie, Jeffrey Blake, and many others. The Magical Inhabitants of a rainforest fight to save their home, which is threatened by logging and polluting force of destruction called Hexus. So you tell me that you have never seen this before, Caleb. I didn't recognize the name. Okay. Although I feel like I've seen... a picture of it? I've seen like the the fairies... Yeah. ...a couple times in a picture or two. I feel like you've at least seen the fairies and probably heard Tim Curry singing in it. Probably, I would, I would think, but you know, yeah, it's possible that she missed it. it, it these, this is the kind of thing that like slips through the cracks sometimes. I mean, I but, also haven't watched uh, Rescuers. Really, yeah. none of them? Or not, I didn't know there were more than one. There's two of them. There's Rescuers and there's the Rescuers also, Down Under. <laughs> Goonies, haven't seen that one either. Really? I, it took Josh me a while to Goonies, actually like. If I had seen it like before I was like 20, it just it left me. Hmm. It's, it's weird how, like, you have certain movies that just aren't part of your, you know, repertoire yeah. that seems like everyone else does. This right. is one that is, like, foundational to me. I remember I watched the crap out of this when I was about seven years yeah, well, old. Foundational for me was Watership Down in a bad <laughs> way. Yeah, that'll traumatize you. Um, this one's got some mildly traumatic moments, but it's it's mostly about how nature is wonderful and humans are evil, which right. is maybe not the that. best. So this is, like, children. ultra vanilla Avatar. Yeah, sort of, yeah. With, like, tiny people instead of giant blue people. So Avatar meets George Little? 
Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that you can. I mean, what is it like? Uh, Indian in the cover, a little bit of that. A little bit, yeah. Uh, in reverse, though, it's like instead of like the Indian coming to life, or did the kid ever get Indian sized in that? Or I, I know, know there was supposedly a sequel, so it's possible. Okay, but I can not never... in the first one. Okay, well, in this one, a giant, a, a normal person goes to be like tiny person sized. Oh, okay, and so that's a that's a big part of the movie. So, so more Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't realize until I was much older that that Robin Williams played Batty. But this is one of those like things that like he did yeah. that endeared him specifically to me because I really liked that character growing up. Uh, I mean, like I said, for the longest time, I just thought it was like someone impersonating. Yeah, they're him. like, oh, he must have been really hot right now, and they couldn't afford like, the like real big Robin boys. <laughs> yeah. What does it say about him that he came across as discount Robin Williams? <laughs> I guess he was a bit. Something must have thrown me off to make me think it wasn't really him. Like, maybe it was the way he was singing. I was like, that's not the genie. I, I know Robin Williams. There's no way that's him. <laughs> maybe he was on, like, a long drug bender while they were recording his lines and songs. Maybe that's how they got him to be in the room. They just, like, gave him a big pile of cocaine and said, like, all right, pretend you're a bat. And he just <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's all of his lines yep. is, is that. Um, yeah. But, you know, since... Uh, since you haven't seen the movie as far as you know. Nope. Let's, let's go ahead and uh, jump into it, and that'll be an easier way to get things started, I think. Okay. 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 You're not going to do the... I'll do, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. I'll do it badly. Um, okay, what does Josh normally say here? How does he always do this? And, like, I hear it every week, and it never, like, sticks in my brain I mean, of, you like, how you do it. could just stick him doing it in there right now from another episode. Nobody would never know. Except for the fact he's, you know, not here to I mean, even if they did know, what's it matter? It's the same thing every time. Uh, guys, if you enjoy the podcast and want to help support us, you can do that on Patreon for as little as a buck a month. You get all sorts of bonus content, including early access to all of our episodes. We publish our stuff on Patreon first as soon as it's done being edited. Definitely go check that out. Again, patreon.com slash opinionated. Uh, we also have our Discord. Feel free to join that. We love sharing memes and just talking about random stuff with you guys there. Uh, the link to that is going to be in the description of this episode as well as our Twitter bio. All right. And that was Josh reading the stuff that he normally does so I don't have to. <laughs> we were on a tight ship around here. <laughs> tight ship. All right. We'll be back in a minute after we watch Fern Gully, The Last Rainforest. It's raining like magic. Deep in the heart of the forest. There is a magical world where wondrous creatures play the day away. Red light. Red light again. And where an unusual girl named Krista dreamt of faraway places. Hey, where are you going? Until the day Krista ignored the warnings of her friends. Krista, stop! And flew where no one had flown before. There, she made a huge discovery. <laughs> Catches on quick, doesn't it? Are you really a human? I'm Zach. I'm Krista. This weird creature is a human. Don't you think you're a little old to believe in human tails? Humans don't have tails. They have big, big bottoms that they wear with bad shorts. Now, Zach is rocking. I was looking up interesting things about Fern Gullying, and some of the people also asked things, or the first one was like, what is the message of Fern Gully? <laughs> is Ferngully a real rainforest? What is the legend of Ferngully? <laughs> what do you guys think the lesson of Ferngully is? I, I, I don't know. For I'm the life to think of me, I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> is it that, you know, honestly, I was expecting more human bad to be to be in this movie, but it really well, wasn't that much on the human bad. I mean, it, humans are like, ignorant in this situation, but as soon as they figure out that they're doing like something pretty bad, the guys there are, well... Zach is cool with it. Like Zach is cool. The other two guys seem they're cool with it, but it's also after they see the fucking devil and they're like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this isn't cool. Hexus went a lot harder at the end of this movie than I remembered. Oh, yeah. Like, he straight up, like, Looks uh, like Sauron. Fantasia. Yeah, yeah. Like, just this glowing evil skeleton covered in goo and ooze and lava. Like, like, volcanic guts. Yeah. It's the most metal shit I've seen in a while. Mm. I, I really like the way that he looks at the end of the movie, and I kind of wish he's he like a robed there. lava skeleton. Yeah, yeah I, I like wish I wish we had more of like demon lich hexes in this movie. That would have been cool. I did remember there being more of a 
of his character, but I guess it's just he just leaves such a punch as a child that mm-hmm. like I put every other character he's ever been into this. <laughs> maybe that's it. Yeah, right. he. I guess he did play that uh, that other giant like horn devil. So maybe it's just he's he likes playing Satan. I mean, he plays just good. I mean, he played it. He just has a really good villainous or even not even necessarily the antagonist voice. Yeah, yeah. Which is why when I was walking the Rocky, watching the Rocky Horror Picture Show for the first time, there's something about that jaw that's like, he's the bad guy, right? Oh, I mean. <laughs> that's a heroic jaw. He's got that lantern jaw of justice. I mean, he's kind of the bad guy in the sense that he's breaking up their uh, their marriage, but he's also like opening them up to new poss- ventures and stuff. Like right. He'll be their unicorn or whatever. <laughs> I I was going to say that I, I don't think that Tim Curry is anyone's unicorn, but I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that would be really happy to bang Tim Curry. I mean, apparently he is, a, apparently this fairly masculine, big jaw, five o'clock shadow dude and like Rocky Horror Picture Show is supposed to be feminine enough to like win the super Christian dude over. But he's also masculine enough to win the chick over. I've never seen that movie, and it's I don't really good. I don't really intend to. It does not. I, seem I like really a, enjoy it. You it, know what to do, fans. <laughs> it doesn't seem like a Rick movie. If you guys want to hear me, like just get not. That's enjoy what we that call movie, good podcast material. We want to hear you bitch about it. We're going to tell you you're wrong, like we do usually what? for the entire time. I mean, that's fair, but I don't know that I would. Dis- I would think it was bad because I hear. I hear it is very good from pretty much everyone that's seen it. A lot of people love that movie. I just know nothing about it except. Tim Curry and lingerie, and that's that does not strike me as my kind of movie. I prefer my Tim Curry as a giant skeleton demon. (laughs) (laughs) I really wish that Hexus does did more than it does because I know that it like cuts a swath through the entire forest, and but they were already doing that. Yeah, they were already doing that, and like it doesn't it doesn't feel like there's that much devastation from it. Like I know they show it occasionally, but like it just doesn't, it feels like everything's fine at the end of the movie and it'll just grow back. Like they have magic fairies. They can just the grow fa- everything. That is the, like the downside to this is that they, they have a easy way to fix it. Whereas like normally the, the lesson is you have to take care of nature. Whereas like, no, no we don't. They, do can, they can fix it in like a second. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. The only downside is we can't kill the fairies and where they live. <laughs> what they could have shown. And this is not pre- particularly appropriate for a children's movie but like the destruction of habitat how the displaced animals have no place to go and they just start dying <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Okay. just just have that like machine run over a whole bunch of animals <laughs> like that lizard that's in the in the movie for a little bit while trying to eat uh has Zach. a weird rap yeah. and then have never get, shows like, up uh, again he dies yeah. underneath the treads or something like that yeah exactly just have it get crushed horribly <laughs> that would be great for a children's movie totally allowable <laughs> a lot of bad shit happens in children's movies that's true a lot of bad shit it does but usually it has to be like a brave little toaster what a bad they murder that? cars that like the and they're all oh. singing about like oh we're useless now we need to die and yeah. i mean that's fucked up that was a little bit <laughs> fucked up yeah i do i do remember that now i'd forgotten about, about that like the beginning of the land before time but like the grandparent dinosaurs they're the ones that die it's like the, specifically the grandmother i don't think yeah. there's a grandfather dinosaur Wait. what is it with old people dying in children's movie because like gotta people be die and <laughs> I mean, if someone's got to die, might as well be someone who's lived a full life, and then guess, they can teach yeah. you a lesson. Yeah. yeah like all the colors of the wind and shit. Maggie or Magi, whatever, how they Magi. pronounce it, she dies in this movie for reasons that still don't make any sense to me. I say Magi. They were saying it Magi. Maggie, maybe? I'm going to say Maggie because it's a name. But but she's the Magi. Yeah. She's she's the Mag- she's the Yoda of this movie. Yeah. And I like how the first half of this movie establishes that Krista does not pay any fucking attention to like learning magic or anything the world's like the only rule of the magic is that like you have to end on a rhyme and the spell will do the thing right exactly they make it sound lame grandmom's just like the only reason that magic exists is to seal this evil which has been sealed and so it's not useful anymore well she's not like the cool backwards cap wearing like dare guys that come and teach you how important (laughs) like man magic is cool yo the environment's great dog (laughs) can you imagine backwards on a chair i was gonna say can you imagine if she like goes sits backwards on the chair and starts explaining in the long long ago we sealed hexus in this horrible tree because he was killing all the humans I I'm know. sure she's had to have heard that specific story over and over again. Probably. Like I'm assuming the grandma times. is like clearly seeing that she hasn't absorbed any of it, but still. Right. Well, she's yeah. also just like telling her a story. If you want to teach someone, they got to put that shit into action. Yeah. Yeah. You could show her the tree, the right. evil tree. Or like, hey, there's a logging operation that's like 100 miles away. Let's go and troll them using nature magic. Yeah, <laughs> and like the the well, they don't believe that that humans exist at the beginning, so they can't do that. Well, it's because they're dumb. They are dumb. They and, are real dumb. And Krista was like, 
is that Nexus over there? She's like, no, Nexus is, could never be unsealed. And then immediately she opens up the trees and is like, Nexus. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why would you hide that from her? <laughs> exactly. This is a problem that's going to be a problem in 15 minutes. She didn't, She then does nothing about it. Like, she is this, like, super powerful druid fairy that, like, can do all kinds right. of crazy she, magic. She and can't just go like, anywhere eh. without, like, a, any, like, literally, like, I would say the, the path that she walks, but she flies everywhere. There's mm -hmm. just a, a path of vigorously growing nature wherever she touches. And she never does anything particularly impressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She like makes some trees bend under the way and then she turns all the fairies blue for a second. And yeah. that's about she it. She sacrificed herself to combine five trees into one big tree and it doesn't really do anything. Yeah, nothing at all. And then <laughs> I love Krista just like flying circles around it. And I think we're supposed to take that it's doing something, but yeah. it, Hexus just like cuts through it in like two seconds. It's yeah. like, exactly. no, it's no problem. It's just like a hollow lattice of wood. Like, yeah. This thing is like, a multi-million dollar one like 10,000 horsepower machine I don't think that any tree is going to stand a chance I guess we should probably tell our audience like what's going on in case they haven't seen this movie because it's I mean it is sort of an older movie have you seen Avatar <laughs> I, I knew that Avatar cooked took some chunks out of this i didn't realize it's been a while since i've seen this i didn't realize it was like nearly beat for beat exactly. <laughs> seeing by seeing like oh this is the part where they fucking like in special fluorescent lights and shit oh yeah <laughs> oh this is the part where the the mama tree dies and the, he's gotta save the girl from the mama tree oh yeah and this now is, he's gotta come clean about being a shitty human this is the part where the like hero rides on a flying animal to go fight this giant evil demon machine to this save is where robin williams as a giant bat comes uh, well maybe they didn't do that <laughs> well if only because he wasn't alive at the time yeah. unfortunately <laughs> i would love to see Was avatar robin williams where, not alive for the first avatar i don't think so i think he i think he died before that maybe i'm wrong about that either way yeah let's get on a happier subject <laughs> than, right. than that deforestation <laughs> yeah let's let's start let's at the beginning of this movie let's just talk about baddie's character Sure. Because we basically covered everything up until that point where he's been, he shows up pretty much out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. He's described, he describes himself as having been abused by humans and yes. like forced to drink facility. pesticides yeah. and shit. And there's a whole song about it. <laughs> he literally sings a entertaining, fun song about animal abuse. Exactly. And, and it doesn't seem like the fairies really pick up on what he's doing. Because, he, I mean, he is crazy, but still, they're, they're not picking up what he's saying about humans because, one, they don't think humans fucking exist. Right. Because he sings the song and then immediately after that, they're like, humans are a myth. They they never existed to begin with. They're, they're extinct. <laughs> exactly. Brian, I, did it still seem like a knockoff Robin Williams? this time around hey i mean apparently this was his first uh animated movie so maybe he just didn't find his his rhythm the feel yet. i'm used to for him like he definitely felt different than what i'm used to but i recognize him now sure. i do want to know like how much he was allowed to improv for this like how yeah. much had they finished like how much of there was a script on that like because a lot of that clearly had to have been oh, yeah. improv but at the same time like some of it probably wasn't it so right. i i gotta i want to know like what stage he was brought in to do this because like i imagine that they had to have him improv the thing where he's like i'm gonna be roman caesar now and then i'm oh, gonna yeah. turn to this thing and that, then i'm gonna be that does feel very because i mean he did the same thing as the lagging exactly as the genie but that could be fucking like maybe they liked what he did in this movie so they want him to do it as the genie now yeah. i don't know maybe yeah so. it, i'd be i'd be very curious to know what the production like cycle was on this mm. um but anyway so we have all these fairies that are living in this magical super wonderful forest right and they what was the cut friend called hold on uh steve you're talking about like the, the male, i don't think it was actually boyfriend steve. fairy yes yeah, the, the boyfriend, boyfriend. i'm like, like there's no way his name's not cricket <laughs> or <laughs> like doesn't he look like a steve though <laughs> it's pips it's, uh, pips. it's, it's uh, the, uh, right, the pips. subtitle name yeah knock off knock off peter pan right um so Krista is our main character. She is the teenage fairy that is uh, living in this forest, learning to be, you know, the wonderful super fairy for some reason. Yeah, it's never clear like why it's her. Um, but she's our main character, sort of, until Zach shows up. And she runs into this bat who's like, oh, no, terrible things are happening over here. Don't go there, though. That'd be a terrible idea. Right. Why are this you going very there? Very subtly location called Mount Warning. Yeah. Like, why is that mountain called Mount Warning? Is it because Hexus lives near there? Or is it like just... Maybe the that is the, like... That uh, it could be the head to there could be like the edge of like that's Fairy where territory hum humanity is over mm -hmm. there kind of thing. Well, they're the not way, afraid Maggie's of is kind of like, don't worry about it. Don't go there. Because the, the opening like crawl is an explanation of what happened the first time that Hexus came around, which I have questions about, but I'll get to that in a minute. So like 
the originally what happened is like a volcano or something really sure. bad happened and it drove all the humans out of the forest who had once been living with the fairies and the trees in sure. harmony and, and wonderful nature stuff and the humans left and ever since then like they managed to seal hexus in a tree somehow with super magic but since then the humans are gone and the fairies don't believe they exist anymore yeah because it's been however long it is for fairies for that tree to go like, right so, it, it could be fucking like 20 years for them. Right. What if know. they just have a super short lifespan? <laughs> that's what <laughs> I think. That'd be Mice. hilarious. Oh, that'd be terrible and hilarious. Oh, that's sad. Like Zach um, comes back after he's like gone to school or something like that. And they're all dead. <laughs> and they all look like him because of what he and Krista did. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or just like they don't even remember Krista anymore because it's been like 17 generations yeah. of fairies. The legend, the time uh, Nexus got sealed up the second time we've sealed him up like four times since then <laughs> it to me that it sounds like the grandmother the magi lady is is the one that sealed him the first time it sounds like that's what she said to me um but maybe you're right that it was a long it wasn't that long ago it feels to I me mean, like it should have been the old thousands fairies of are talking ago. about like they um, they might have been there when the humans left and haven't come back kind of thing but it's also like it seemed like she probably was there or at least like she She's old enough to still know to be worried about Nexus, whereas everyone else is just like, fuck yeah. that guy. Hexus. Yeah. Hexus. Hexus, Nexus. <laughs> Hexus, Nexus. You know, yeah. just bad sounding. If they thing. remake this, he'll be the, like, how bad the internet is for us, and we need <laughs> to stay off the internet and just go out and chop down some good old fashioned trees. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, so they go off to Mount Warning, uh, Krista and Batty do, they fly off to, to see what's there and they see these guys marking different trees for, for being cut down. Um, and most of them look like disgusting slobs as, as humans are wont to do in these movies. But the one that's handsome obviously is our protagonist. Well, Zach. he's also right. 16. He's not old enough to look like Fred Flintstone or uh, <laughs> right, yeah. Homer Simpson yet. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't had enough Cheetos to turn into a complete Yeah, he doesn't slob. have that weird coconut gorilla mouth thing. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys look so weird. They, but it's weird to me that they look completely different, but both look exactly well, like Homer Simpson. Well, they're supposed to be the usual like skinny and fat, yeah, psych, like thirsty, like yeah, f- yeah. from fucking Hades' boys, or just like a oh yeah, Timon yeah. and Pumbaa, right? Yeah. yeah, the the classic skinny fat guy Fuck, duo. What are their names? Pain and Panic, Pain and Panic. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. That's the the reference you go to for a skinny thing and a fat thing that are a duo. It's none of the like other ones or like the old school ones that are like the ones that people would normally Barney go to. Barney Rubble. For, yeah, well, Bar- I mean Barney's just a short. He's not skinny. He's just short. Uh, I think it's not the Marx Brothers, but there's one that was like way way back then in like black and white stuff that they hated each other, but they had to work together a lot. Mm. I, I don't and remember. they were animated. Yeah, well, no, they were they were real, and then, okay. like a bunch of stuff has animated versions of them, ah, and then, like I, I think that's where this duo sort of comes from in in our consciousness. Either way, <laughs> someone knows what I'm talking about, and they're just frothing at the mouth for me, not naming right. them. We'll talk about mouse. it on the Discord. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so they get here, and Zach's job is to mark the trees for being cut down. Yeah, and like it doesn't and seem he's like 16. there's. We, I, I want. I, I didn't know that 16-year-olds could be out in the Australian rainforest. Also, apparently, this movie is saying Australia, but no one's Australian. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he came from a, a city. He's a city boy. Who, there are cities in Australia. <laughs> no, there's not. There's just desert and It's hate all prisoners. And, and monsters. <laughs> I mean, they could have at least made the fairies look like aboriginals or something like that. Yeah. Well... I don't know. I, I feel like that would get racist fast. And I mean, this is early I mean, 90s. The, the things were different then. Writing sure. them out of Australian like rural culture is also kind of racist. I guess, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the, what the, the best option there is. Um, but anyway, so he's marking these trees. And it seems like it's just indiscriminate of just like, yeah, you just paint X's on them right, for no reason. What's the point of painting red X's on them if the short answer is they all go? <laughs> yeah, I exactly. Think all of them go, but the ones with the red X's are the ones that turn into lumber kind of thing. Like everything else is like you just like destroy it, it with the rest of the like the grinder leveler. Whereas everything else is like, this is good wood. But I also don't know if they're just like destroying everything for a shopping mall like i don't really know what their goal is out there other yeah. than to fuck shit up yeah right? it's it's one of those like pollution is evil and anything yes. that got that humans do is bad type of of messages here because like I, I get what they're trying to say like don't destroy the rainforest cool yes. yeah I, I i agree with that you know plant some stuff behind you so that you can yes. kind of recreate the growth that you need because you do need wood for stuff sure like but 
and there is a sustainable way that you can do all that. Yes. And but, but this movie is just sort of like, hey, humans are bad. They're cutting things down for no reason. And it's bad not because they're cutting things down, but mainly because it's like hurting the forest, I Except guess. Except for they don't show that it hurts the forest. Except yeah, well, like, we the see fairies like, like it, touch things and yeah. it's like, oh, their hand is red. That means pain. And then she's like, can't you feel it's pain? And like, ah, oh, man, I, I don't. Until if he, I could. Until they bang. And then yes. after they bang, then he can well, feel the fa- pain. No to be fair, he gets that before the bang. Like, oh, is it? I thought it was that. No, it's after. Cause it, no, they, well, he gets it like when they're holding hands and about to kiss. Apparently, that's the the necessary like ACDC connection is to hold both hands and then it can go into him. And then they go into that, that nice wet case. He mm. gets impregnated with fairy magic. Yes. <laughs> and he becomes... Let's say the chosen one. <laughs> yes, a hippie. But if what you want is to instill in your audience a sense that destroying nature is bad, then why not show that more instead of it just be like, oh, the tree is red whenever you touch it. That I mean, it, they were showing that like the sky wasn't as priggy and the forest was no longer there and smoke is bad kind of thing. They, they weren't showing like skeletons of animals, but they really should have. Exactly. True. But on the other hand, they were showing that this machine that they're using to cut down these trees Pretty is bad. the coolest looking yeah. shit I have ever seen in my entire life it looks like a fucking transformer that i want to be yeah exactly this thing looks it's like got spikes all over it and like giant grabby hands Mm. and like got treads for legs treads with spikes on them (laughs) yeah exactly it's got these gigantic super saws that it uses to cut through everything Mm. this thing looks amazing i would give my left hand to drive this thing for like 20 minutes i assume they just saw i want this thing in toy form I assume yes. they just saw like what one of these things actually looks like and maybe beefed it up a little, but like they should have made that thing look evil because it, it gets evil when fucking Nexus, when Nexus gets on and gets all stanky. But until then, it's just a cool vehicle that does bad stuff. Yeah. Right. I mean, I do appreciate that they're not going a hundred percent on like humans always bad or yeah. everything they do is evil because I think that a lot of these uh, sort of nature is good type of stories tend to stray into that, yeah. which is, I don't, I think counterproductive as well. Like you don't want to tell that story. You want to tell a story of like why it's important that we yes. preserve nature. Right. Um, but yeah, so I, <laughs> so Zach is marking these trees and he is walking up to this one tree that looks like the tree that Aku was sealed yes. in in Samurai yeah, if you Jack. Google this tree, and then you Google the Aku tree is effectively the same tree. Yeah, mm. it's and it's communicating the same thing. An yeah. evil demon is sealed in this tree for whatever reason. That has to be from like a specific myth or something for for that to come up. <laughs> Maybe Gennady Tartakovsky just watched this with uh, James Cameron and they both took off oh. and were like, hey, let's make this. <laughs> evil tree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he is walking around getting ready to mark this and he's like looking at it and like, what is this thing? I don't think and he was even getting ready. Right, he I, wasn't going to, yeah. Because yeah. it goes out of its way to like give him an excuse to accidentally yeah. mark it of like right. he's trying to spray this bug that's flying around him. And accidentally but, paints a perfect X onto it. Yeah, and I don't know why. Like it, it is weird to me that they go out of their way to like have him not Because they want him not to be as responsible for the evil as he is. They want at least him to have like it was an accident I didn't know, which he, either way he wouldn't have known, but still, yeah, they want him to not be the. I guess I just kind of want them to, him to have done it, like on purpose, yeah, or like well, maybe not on purpose, but he's doing his job, yeah. which includes marking this tree like all the other ones, right? Yeah. And that was still an act of ignorance. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I think that would be a stronger story because then you're saying like, hey, you're you're doing this thing that you're not thinking through in ignorance, right. and and you should you should think through your actions a little more if you are feeling evil juju vibes yeah. from the from the horrifying, gross, disgusting, fat black tree that is just like looks like it is something that has a demon sealed in it. Maybe don't mark it to be cut down. I don't know. Maybe that's just the better. I wonder what happens if you accidentally mark a tree that's not supposed to be cut. Like, can you just call in and be like, hey, don't cut this one? Maybe you come back in with like tree colored. Yeah, <laughs> spray paint. They just have a second symbol, like paint, put a circle over. Yeah, the X. okay. Mm, there okay. you go. Yeah, that was a mistake. But anyway, so yeah. uh, if you want to have him have the moral of the story, be he's going to go back to humanity and try to teach humans to behave differently, then give him a greater sense of having participated in the devastation that has been wrought, and he's realized that this is not the way we are supposed to be behaving ourselves. Right. That is one we, thing the Avatar has on them that like. Jake Sully was actively doing something bad, but they were like, 
the bad guys in that because they were painting the what, what are the Avatar people called? Navi. The Navi. They, like they painted them as savage. Like they yeah. straight, same as the Pocahontas. Like barely even human. Like yeah. <laughs> they don't deserve this land. We want the young Obtanium. Right. Exactly. And then he's like, oh wait, that's a shiggy thing for people to do. Mm-hmm. But yeah. also, Jake Sully ultimately surrenders. His humanity. Well, I mean, you, come on. He's not like trying to go back to whatever city planet it is and be like, hey guys, maybe we shouldn't do this to Pandora. Mm. No, he just becomes one of the Navi making war on any humans that Well, because and they're very pacifist in this, whereas in Avatar, they're like, let's do battle with our like cool birds and stuff until that doesn't work and then we'll be pacifist but then we'll do water bagel until that doesn't work then we're past then we'll do volcano bagel <laughs> yeah we'll we'll see how that goes in like 20 years when the next one comes yeah. out um but anyway i think that what he should do instead is if you're gonna have to like if you want to tell the story that like humans should not cut down the forest and it's a wonderful place have him cut down a tree that is the tree that one that belongs to one of these like colonies of fairies, however it is. Yeah. Like have him like think about like maybe I shouldn't because this tree is super pretty, but I guess I gotta mark that tree and then however else you want to get Hexus out of it, have him have that happen. Maybe that's the one he accidentally marks when he shouldn't. Or yeah. just like um, put a but nest you, in the tree that's got like a bunch of baby birds and it falls down and they're just like ah. <laughs> I think it has to be the fairies though, because then like the fairies can come to um, come to like Krista's little nature preserve into Fern Gully and be like, we were once living here in peace and or harmony. Or the, the birds and all that. could also speak, because apparently only some animals talking, some don't, which is a common rule. Yeah, but it's really hard to tell when something can speak in this and when something can't. Like I, I don't know if Baggy can speak because he was fucked with by people, well, no, or because that, all bats can speak. Because that giant lizard can talk. So yes, that, but he's the only like, other one. No, there's the two big birds. Did yeah. you see two big birds talking? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. The, they never show up again either. Neither no, do the lizard. Yeah. Why do they introduce these characters? <laughs> They're fun, but yeah. like make them a part of stuff. Just because, just I guess. But I think it does need to be the things that look like people, because I think that's going to be the thing that gets us the most sympathy. Like, that's I, just, I mean, I, I think as kids, fucking, yeah. if you have talking animals... You're going to be people like kids love talking animals way more than they care about fucking people shaped. I think things. that's adults. I think adults are like no that. adults <laughs> love animals. Yeah, I watched the not shit out talking of animals. <laughs> yeah. That's another the... one we need to do one day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So anyway, Hexus gets released, and I I wish there was more of his like slow growth into yeah. a giant horrible monster because I really like this like little slime. Puddle yeah, he's, he's going just around. like a, a a mouth that's like mm, yeah, exactly. Snake. There's something delectable. Really, it's like one of those games where like you're like a blob or something, and you go around eating stuff until you become a big blob. I play the game where you're like you're <laughs> trying to destroy Ferngold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would absolutely play the like it's slowly get back. Katamari. Yeah, exactly. Katamari, but for pollution. Right. <laughs> and eventually you turn into Satan. <laughs> I mean, uh, pretty, uh, that, that's pretty much the end game of Kagamari is that you eat the world and make it into stardust. So, I mean. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Um, but anyway, so Hexus is, is escapes when they cut down this tree. And again, they make it look super cool the way that like this yeah. thing is chopping this thing up and like turning it into boards. But he bubbles out of the boards and starts like eating into the into the machine until he is like, hmm, I could use this machine to, to destroy my ancient enemy, the Ferngully people fairies. Apparently he he kind of knows about machines, but he also kind of doesn't because it's weird that he like. Yeah, because he understands the concept of a machine, but mm-hmm. nothing nearly this advanced. But he knows how an intercom works to be able to get the humans to use. Yeah, exactly. It's it's very strange that he is this primordial evil that, at least in theory, existed way back when yeah. humans were living in as one with nature. In like in they theory. invented pulleys and stuff yeah like, like what what machinery was he because he does this whole song about like how humans are awesome because they're yeah. greedy and, and they, he knows like, about shopping malls and stuff. yeah right. exactly i can only see assume that like even while he was sleeping he was like somehow connected to the to he's the connected tree to internet. like no he's connected to the pollution internet <laughs> oh okay yeah yeah and he can like feel the smog coming out of yeah, the malls and, and shiny shit. shopping so i, I why was doesn't really... this children's movie have consistent lore <laughs> i listened one to, out of five exactly. i listened to this song maybe a week ago really and, yeah just randomly i mean i, I like listening to tim curry's songs okay, okay. And specifically there is a line that i was like i don't remember this in the movie but maybe i just didn't pick up on it there was a line where it's where he's like a special kind of horny and i was like <laughs> i don't think that and apparently it was, it's weird that he sung this song so 
did he make up that line? Maybe. And they were like, that's too much. Like, fucking Jake Sully uh, fucking Zach. human boy, yeah. Zach, fucked, clearly fucked this girl. <laughs> like, the concept of horny exists here. Right. Yeah. Hey, look, humans are going to fuck nature one way or the other. Yeah. You just got to make, you, you got to teach them to make love to nature. Listen, nature, either we're fucking or I'm fucking. <laughs> so, uh, Hexus takes over this thing, convinces the guys to, to go over there. I feel like these guys would be lazy, but they seem really excited about well, the like overtime to, to go destroy people. People are also greedy. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. They They're want lazy. That paycheck. But they also like, they they made a joke earlier about like man this this kid Zach doesn't know anything about hard work while they're eating, sitting there eating donuts and hitting one button to make the machine do everything for them. Yeah, exactly. So That's, I mean, yeah, it's not their job is that they're going to have to stay here for an extra day mm-hmm. and just eat food and shit. Do you think they sleep in the machine? Like, do you think yeah. there's a bed oh, yeah. back there or something? Oh yeah, that would kind of make sense. That I, thing's fucking like an apartment building. There's no reason they have to <laughs> stay up like tents outside. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um. So anyway, it convinces them to go to Fern Gully somehow. Just by telling them so apparently which Fern Gully is, is also named like they share the name as Warning Mountain that yeah like humans were like before we leave let's all name everything so like if you guys talk about something and we don't see you again we'll know what the name of something is <laughs> that's we'll right pass yeah. it down from one generation to another yeah. that's right also we will now speak the universal language known as English that yes. everything's non-Australian <laughs> English <laughs> that's let right, me yeah. be clear we and the animals <laughs> yeah even the animals it makes so. sense for Batty like at least he's like a thing that's been experimented on by humans right? yeah so anyway uh, th- this is a big chunk of the movie that is basically just Krista shows Zach the wonders of nature. And, and he lies that the thing that they saw, like the, you paint the red X and that actually keeps the leveler at bay. Yeah, so he, it's not he says they're magic. Yeah, exactly. Well, because um, she's like, she is already wanting to jump his bones and he can feel it. Yeah. But she's like, you're not trying to hurt the force. Right? He's like, uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, man, I, I never, while he's fixing a mushroom he just destroyed, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then 10 minutes later, after they have their first kiss, he's like, hmm, I'm just going to carve your name into this tree. That won't be a problem for you, right? Wait, I, did he do that? He did that before the kiss. I thought it was after the kiss. Like, the, no. there's like a, the, uh, maybe it's their first, like, almost, like, moment where they're like, hmm, let's, let's yeah. really yeah. make they an eyes to each other. Gully. Yeah, that was and when he... Gully is where he, like, gets shown all of the beautiful nature yeah. shit. Yeah. I do like that the first moment that she's like, after she's scrunk him and she's getting a good look at him, she's immediately going for like the full lip bite. Mm. Yeah. This mullet is doing it for Krista. <laughs> I feel like I've heard him do voice acting since then. Like, I feel like he was like, well, he's pretty much all like, I feel like he was, what was the name of the human who always hung out with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Um, Jesse, oh, uh, Jason, J- yeah, I think it was Jesse. Maybe Jesse? I know who you're talking about. Yeah. The hockey mask guy whose weapons were like all sports shit. Yeah, yeah. I think he's been him. I think he's been fucking Kevin Eleven from Ben 10. Like, I think he's <laughs> always like the mullet guy. I, I feel like this guy is looking at his his uh, his filmography. Oh, it kind of just suddenly stops at 1998. Um, oh, no. I hope that he didn't. Uh, nothing bad happened to him. Oh. Um, but anyway. Oh, wait. No, it says he maybe he just quit because like the last line of his IMDb thing is he is married to Jamie. Okay, no, doesn't give a last name to it, <laughs> just Jamie, and they have two children. <laughs> so, good, well, yeah. I guess it would be Jamie Ward because that's his last name. But either way, um, yeah, I I I think this scene. It feels like there needs to be something more in this middle section to me. Like it, there's more is, songs than I remember. There are more songs than I remember, but like he like is shrunk, and then a giant lizard starts singing about how much it wants to eat and kill him. Right. Well, not just him specifically. He, he, Literally everything. Yeah, it's just like I eat things, but then like oh. You, you're clearly a fairy, even though you look exactly like a fairy, but don't have wings. But you're not a fairy, but uh, as long as you're a friend of a fairy, that's fine with me. Yeah, exactly. I- right, because there's no, like, circle of life shit where the only way this animal can survive is by taking life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, We're Fern just going to gloss over nice. that. He doesn't have to take life. He's just allowed to. He just really enjoys it. He sounds horny about eating things, honestly. <laughs> it, it's super weird that, like, where is the line for the... Far- the- 
the fairies where it's like, no, nah, it's cool to eat people, but not like trees. You can't eat trees. <laughs> what if they just literally ate people? Like that was their part of the symbiosis is that they, yeah. they right. ate the human, the old humans or something. They're actually pro-carnivore. Just leave the vegetation alone. <laughs> That's right. Somebody yeah, we do- don't live in snails, dog. <laughs> Those are literal houses. <laughs> <laughs> I want someone to do that, like do a D&D campaign where it's just about a bunch of like fairy druids that are eating all the people. Right. <laughs> as long as you don't kill a plant, they're fine with you but they're going to eat you the first chance they get. (laughs) What if this whole time you think they're all like tree huggers, but then like or two thirds of the way through you figure out it's like, no, those are just our houses. And like, then he shows them like, oh, well, I mean, we, we use the wood to make houses. You can make houses out of dead trees. They're like, what the fuck? And they're totally down now. Because <laughs> there, be there aren't really any houses in this except for the tree that gets wound up and turned into like a, a mother tree house. There right? is like... They just sleep on top of leaves and shit. What are those... Uh, Owl hole is called. Do those have a special name? I don't know. Owl, owl holes? Yeah. You know, whenever you see owls in like in cartoons Hubbles? and shit, they're always in those like holes in the oh, sides okay. of trees. Yeah, I think it's just an owl nest. The, the, the cuck fairy, <laughs> when, when he's second, when he's introduced the second time playing his little pang flu, like hanging yeah. out, he's got like a little like mini apartment with like a hanger and stuff but there's no like wall keeping him from the rain in there mm. Mm. well i mean they're fairies they enjoy the rain maybe that's the only way they shower yeah but fucking you have you still i, I mean I, I was gonna say like your shit could mold but they've got magic for that so exactly yeah so it's a rainforest so it's temperate year round no mm. that's awful <laughs> so let's talk about him for a second yeah because honestly <laughs> when i, I was admit- a child mm-hmm. time moved differently then and <laughs> smaller things seemed like bigger things so when this guy was not immediately on board with zach being there mm-hmm. zach being like your self-insert exactly of course you're not going to be on the dude's side but on second rewatch he's a perfectly reasonable fucking dude like he's everything more he than does reasonable, honestly. he's like you're not supposed to go above the canopy because they're like fighter jet sized falcons that eat us up there and she's like <laughs> no i like f- like human and stories cool and shit right. also when zach shows up and his girlfriend is just giving like doing that lip bite towards yeah him. she is mm-hmm. like moister than the rainforest <laughs> <laughs> yeah she is and he has the audacity to not be cool with it yeah honestly he has been putting in the work which i mean if she's not feeling it she's not feeling it. i gig it but still i mean she kind of is they're flirting a lot through yeah. the first half of the movie it's not like she's like oh this this pip guy i hate him she's you know hanging out with him talking yeah. to him that kind of thing like she's a brother playfully playfully flirting at least a little bit like a playful fr- flirting brother sure okay that's the way <laughs> you go like you do with your brother <laughs> yeah but either way, he feels like he is like, yeah, I'm going to get the, get with Krista eventually one way or another. Yeah, like he, Until he Zach like, shows up and immediately she is just trying to bang that dude. And he seems unreasonably cool with it. Well, yeah, like he he's immediately cool with fucking Baggy. Like he'll make some like like bro remarks and while he's feeding him and mm-hmm. like, get, like you're one of us now. Like he's totally no, cool. He treats Zach like total shit for like a good 20 minutes, though. I don't even think he does. Like, Maybe I think like, there's like one. Ro- what happens is he shows up. Zach shows up also and is like, I have found this wonderful, strange yellow rock. And I don't know what it does, but it's got this little dial thing. And he can move right, it right. back and forth. And Zach's like, uh, dude, this is my Walkman. Uh, no, this is apparently his stereo, which apparently that's what you call Walkman back then. I, yeah, don't, I don't know. I, yeah. I know it is awesome. Does that... I guess anything that played music in that way would be a stereo? I have no idea. I, I do not remember the long, long ago. <laughs> I um, had a Walkman, and I had a, a, a CD player, but I didn't know that a Walkman... Maybe it's a Walkman stereo? Maybe, yeah. I mean, I, Walkman is a brand, right? For our younger listeners, that. there was a time when we had to have cassettes to play things. And or CDs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We walked uh, around with little players. Mm-hmm, and that's what he has attached to But they to were his. much larger than your players. That's right, yeah. Uh, but anyway... Uh, uh, so he starts playing this and starts a like fairy rave and it's surprising how fast these these fairies get into the music like immediately they're like oh i don't like well, this this is they, too loud they all like phil collins style like groovy smooth music and they're right. like oh rock the and roll but even though because this is fucking kids rock and roll so it's still not really hard but it's like yeah. this is not music and it's like let me show you well and he just starts like grabbing fairies by the ankles and banging them into each other <laughs> and they're just all about it's just a god of hype that's yes. right yeah <laughs> it's the power of the mullet I'm telling you. <laughs> they had mullet. <laughs> no, no, no. It's got to be his mullet. Oh, that's the right. human mullet. The only one that had a, no, one of them had very long hair. It's too long. You, you know, you got to have the, the right, the right ratio. You know who Zach looks like? Who's Zach? Look, look like? up the, uh, the blonde guy who cuts, uh, the hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> he is that guy younger. I was going to say he kind of looks like Caleb when I met him. 
You have a mullet back then? You didn't have a mullet, but he did it have long a mullet. Hair. It was like 18 inches of just elven hair. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a reason that Derek still calls That's you That's my only friend. Fan, friends. Only friends. <laughs> 18 inches of elfing mullet. <laughs> they're all named Fran. Fran. <laughs> Fran. Um, but yeah, so he starts a fairy rave and they're instantly like, oh, okay, it's cool. Yeah, and if you can Pip, dance. Even Pip is kind of like, all right, yeah. Well, yeah, but he's me. like, he's begrudging, but he's like, this is good music. I still don't like that the dude stole my thunder, but he's he's an yeah. all right dude. Yeah. But this does lead to the the fairy banging scene, mm-hmm. um, which I mean, it's not, it's it is explicit in the terms of like we know what happened yeah. because it cuts away as and they've just sixteen ca- and they, as they've just made well, out. Well, he's sixteen. I don't know if she's fucking three thousand or whatever. <laughs> she's fairy sixteen. Yeah, yeah, um, three weeks, three weeks, <laughs> or maybe three thousand. Who knows? It could be either, honestly. Um, but yeah, so they uh, they they do this like fairy montage of like it's it's like in a dark hole where it's wet and you would bioluminescent. Think yeah, you would think that that would not be the type of place that would be like super romantic, but they've got the bioluminescent stuff going yeah. on and like they're running around and, and swimming in these like weird little nature pools and all. They're that too stuff. small for those fish that swim up your pee hole to be able to <laughs> swim up them anymore, so it's not a problem <laughs> with the rainforest. Right, well, they're exactly. just riding those around. Yeah, or, I mean they're friendly. They're like any friend of fairy i won't rag up the pee hole love <laughs> gosh uh um but yeah so they bang and then the moment they get out of there he i guess they it's that when they do the two hands hold and they like he feels the pain and like finds the oil yeah. of, of well the- they do the two hands hold at the end of the song at the end of the avatar scene then he kisses her and she's like what the fuck was that but apparently it still turns around because she like gets in the water and like it's like let's get in the moist place <laughs> and then after that when she's like I-, I gotta go tell grandma about you because i still haven't told her even though we j- already fucked and he's like all right i'll wait here and he touches the tree and like oh no oil the leveler yeah i want to know why he can suddenly just feel the pain of it and it never comes back like he doesn't now have fairy magic it would be kind of cool if like this kind of lent him some amount of fairy magic that he used in the climax. I assume he can still fucking like, like I think he could learn the spells that he learns from her that she learned. If he tried now, he just sure. doesn't. I mean, but, uh, I'd be mad if I found out that I could have learned magic. I mean, just, she didn't want to learn magic. She just wanted to fly around with fucking. Because they make la- magic lame in this movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just rhyming. They make magic work. Yeah. Either way, so. The leveler shows up and it is now like full on panic time and all of the fairies get together and start doing this like fly around, build up the magic thing as magic lady is like, all right, Krista, it's your time to shine. I'm going to show you this again. Here's a magic little seed. Out it's of the glowing. vagina berry, the <laughs> vagina fig. Yeah. Here it's glowing. Look at it. All right. Peace. I'm out. Hope you guys do well with this monster. Right. Yeah. But like what did you just accomplish? Peace, what? I'm out. What? Good what? luck with the monster. Yeah, I'm not going to die here for you guys. I'm just going to die. <laughs> I want to know what she like what were intended to take away from this scene. Because like all the fairies are initially green as they're like flying around. I mean, it and their looks magic awesome. turns to blue. Yeah, yeah it like, looks so the pretty. The trees are turning this they're turning pure white mm-hmm. one at a time. There's like five of them winding themselves around. Mm-hmm. Is that, like that happens right before yes. the ritual, right? Yeah, exactly. And so it was like, oh shit, this is gonna be fire. Mm-hmm. And then she like hypes up everybody by turning the blue and then she just pieces out. Yeah, she turns gray and then is like Chris. No, she turns blue. Well, yeah, but her skin like, it's she, like a yeah, faded she stops blue. glowing and yeah. essentially. Um and she's like, Krista, now it is your time to be the leader of the the forest and do all the magic. But it doesn't make sense that she dies because she picks up the seed and the seed starts to glow, so it's obvious this is the power of nature unleashed in this moment, mm-hmm. right? It's not like she herself is summoning these energies from herself and thusly spending herself. Right, exactly. It could be like a coincidence, like she was also about to die anyway, and just like, now I also taught you guys how to make cool trees. Then she would have seemed like she was withered or dilapidated and not by far the most powerful fairy in existence. The only thing I can figure is that she gave her, like, Instead of her being a level eight druid, she made everyone in the forest able to like lifelink, and now they can do what she does, but only if they work together. So this kind was of like thing. A, a Thor love and thunder moment. Yeah, or a spirit ball. Yeah, effectively, it's a Thor love and thunder moment. But I'd be, I'd be okay with that. I wish that they had been a little more thorough about explaining because it, or no one else. Explanation. No one else was able to do the magic except for the Krista who was being trained for it but well, we, we never knew that them. she like, was maybe they could have and we just yeah that we need a line that says that Krista's the only one that can do it something like that yeah, yeah. 
Um, but anyway, so Hexus shows up and starts like cutting down their tree and they're all just running away forever until Zach runs in and just turns it off. I, I like the idea. Like, I really enjoy the scene of like Batty helping him get up there and him being yeah. heroic and all that. That's all fun. I like that against his will. He's just like, I- I'm going to change the channel until you are ready for this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He just keeps bopping him on the antenna until he turns into something willing to fight. Yeah, that's great. Um, Tora, Tora, Tora. <laughs> yeah. But so they fly in there and it's this cool scene of like Batty, like trying to zip zap around all the like swinging like grapplers and saw blades and all that. Yeah. And he eventually like lands him on the windowsill. Batty nope. gets hit by a, yeah. a, uh, I was a like, he didn't ball. land him anywhere. He got fucking caught by caught in the face. He's like, this is going to hurt. And apparently looks dead. Yes. Like, everyone immediately forgets about him, right? They're like, Baggy, uh, I got stuff to do. <laughs> well, they do have stuff to do. Uh, no, I get that they have, like, he is a necessary lost cause, but, you know, let's look, look, look sag a little Be longer. A little bit, yeah, yeah. yeah. I well, know that they've Daddy, met no. for 15 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Um, so they, they, he eventually like crawls over across the window. Hexus, like he, he tries to get the guys to, to stop as he's like a little tiny mosquito guy on their window being like, Hey, stop, don't, don't cut down this tree. And then Hexus's gigantic smog head leans down over the glass and is like, Hey, don't stop to work boys. Yeah, exactly. And for the one reasonable thing that humans do in this movie, they piece the fuck out as you would. I think I'm just amazed that they did not notice the giant tim curry demon that was they're flying that over lazy the- they literally true. like there are no mirrors on this thing and two, <laughs> they never million, stepped out of the cab there's a million cameras that let them see where all the fucking like original tree analyte like marker guys were like i don't know how those yeah, cameras work that and he's been singing at the top of his lungs presumably the <laughs> I mean, entire that, time that as machine he, like, is really touches loud. himself while he's gulping up smog this machine can cut through god like it's loud <laughs> <laughs> that's fair so they that he gets inside um pip actually helps him like yeah, saves pip him and gets once him again is just like here be a cool i'm gonna be a cool guy again for no good reason mm-hmm, exactly gets him inside he turns off the machine and instantly hex is just like no the thing that was powering that's me. where my air comes from mm-hmm. but apparently not because then he just turns into the thing that we've talked about of this yeah. like horrifying skeleton demon that is ready to take stuff over and i wish it did something before they just beat it because yeah. essentially he turns this awesome looking final form and krista just like flies up to it into his mouth and everyone is just like yeah, do what Krista did and starts like yanking him down with other vines. Oh, no, that they're she like creating. supposedly sacrificed herself with the magic seed. Well, oh, you magic think that that's seed. the idea is that she's diving in there and they're all like making that seed bloom? Well, yeah, because she said, because uh, not uh, Pip said, Pip, 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 yeah. Pip, Pip, Pip was Pips. like, guys, follow Krista, help it grow. And so, like, they're all doing like plant bending to make vines grab onto him so he right. can't stop but, the plants from growing inside him. But I agree that we could have upped the gravity of the situation by I don't know. He like with one sway of his hand like wipes out six trees in the general neighborhood yeah. or something. Have him, like. have him go ahead and take down their home because they're going to build a cool new tree yeah, out of him. I guess they so just like, didn't want the grandma's sacrifice to be in vain. I guess, It yeah. was already in vain because she didn't do shit. Yeah, but she <laughs> made a really cool house. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's options here. But anyway, so they, they beat Hexus in probably the coolest scene of the movie, honestly. Yes. Uh, Other they, than they turn him into a tree again. Originally yeah, the being vines a monster are like coming out of him and he's ripping those out. But mm-hmm. the ones that are coming out of the like the machine that he's he himself is being emitted from mm-hmm. is also being consumed with vines. And they start coming out of the machine and lashing onto him. And it's actually really well animated. It mm-hmm. looks really dope. Yeah, and it's, it's weird to me that that wasn't one, like the old lady's original idea. Like, if we just put seeds inside that thing, it'll explode. I mean, we don't know that that's not how he did it originally. So, like, they, they were originally tra- like trapped him in a tree originally. I yeah. mean, they didn't fucking. Oh, there was uh, a no, I mean, thousands of years ago. No, no, <laughs> like a <laughs> this is what Flintstones machine. Exactly, <laughs> those were dinosaurs. <laughs> no, like. I mean, I, I guess, but like they should have put seeds inside the machine, and that's what made it slow. Oh. Not put seeds inside Texas. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Tim yeah, yeah. Burton. Yeah, you could you could have sabotaged Hurry. the machine <laughs> with with nature. It could have uh, gotten inside the gears, stopped the movement, water to make it rust stuff. You, yeah, there's yeah. A, nature's a powerful thing. There's no reason it's got to be a bitch. <laughs> that's true. Uh, but anyway, so they they take down Hexus, they seal him up in a tree, and they they bring back Zach's like, I can't stay with you. I want to. 
but the movie, you know, we never let the protagonist just live with the cool new fairy people that we, we introduce. Well, th- so this isn't leave. one of those times because his straight up wants to live there, but he needs to stop humans from coming back again. Yeah, but I feel like you could just do that and like also still... come back. Yeah, exactly. Hundred <laughs> percent. Right. Like, there's no reason she can't keep doing the spell or like make herself bigger. Yeah, exactly. Have have her be a giant fairy and come out and be like, hey, guess what? There's fairies in the rainforest. Stop burning our shit down. Have like Fern Gully too, like. Uh, Fern the or fairy in the city. Yeah, the concrete jungle. Fairy <laughs> in the city. That'd be amazing. Um, but yeah, so he he leaves to go tell all the humans how horrible they are and how they shouldn't burn, like cut down trees and movie over. And it seems like she pretty much immediately is like, I guess I, now that I know how to fuck, I'm going to fuck Pip as a sloppy <laughs> second. <laughs> Pip, you ready to get they, cause to they be like, un- they're next to each other when they're watching him leave and then they give each other a look and fly off and like, okay. Yeah. No, they're just they're just friends now. I gig it. <laughs> I wonder what Pip is is what is Pip's feelings about that? Is he just like, all right, well, I still got her in the end, or is it like, well, I mean, apparently he's a pretty cool dude, so he's just like, yeah, no, I gig it. He was cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess that does make sense. Either way, yeah. Um, I will go ahead and get into my final thoughts on this. I was a little worried going into this that it wouldn't live up to my memories of this because, like I said, like yeah. I watched this a whole lot when I was like six, seven. I definitely age. didn't laugh at the Robin Williams stuff like I used to, but he's mm-hmm. still a fun character. Yeah, it's 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 different when you're older and it's not just yeah. like the first silly voices you've ever heard in your yeah. life. He's doing impressions. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know what any of these things he's referencing are. Yeah. Um, There's still several I didn't. <laughs> but he, you know, Robin Williams does bring a lot to the to the movie. But I think my favorite part is still is it's just Hexus. Yeah. Texas is, he's got the best song in the movie, for one. Right. Um, Toxic Love is just a banger. And then that transformation at the end, like, I'm going to put that in a D&D campaign and just it's be like, this is the thing you guys are fighting now. It's a giant skeleton slime demon with fire coming out of it. That's just metal as fuck. Has um, there ever been a time Tim Curry hasn't stolen the, the show of the movie he was in? <laughs> I'm trying to think of a Home movie Alone where he too? was like... He's good in that, but I wouldn't say he I steals don't, it. I don't remember Home Alone 2, so. There you who, go. who was he in Home Alone 2? He's one of the, he's the, like, the guy that's running the hotel that fi- figures out that Kevin is stealing Not his with dad's. his parents. Yeah, exactly. Stuff. Okay. Um, but yeah, so uh, Tim Curry's my favorite thing. He just brings so much to this, to this character. I think there's a reason that a lot of people remember him specifically from this movie. He's got a great performance. His voice acting is amazing. It brings a lot of character, and the animation for the character is just top-notch. Like, yeah. It's easily the best in the movie. Every, every different form of Nexus is really fun, and that's, that's hard to do. Um, my least favorite thing is... I feel like you could give just a little more information to like connect a little of these pieces a little better. Um, but that's this is based on a pack. book, so I want to know like okay. was it a book book or like a, a child storybook? Like a yeah, a human wandered into the forest one day and but he was doing bad things. But the forest told him don't do bad things, so he's like, okay, I'll go tell everyone else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I think that you could connect things a little more effectively and make it a little yeah. stronger here and there. Uh, but overall, like as a kids movie, this is this is pretty good. Um, Snow Warriors of Virtue. <laughs> I, I'm still mad that we saw that. Like it's such a like potato 240p. Quality. Yeah, exactly. Um, maybe we should redo that one day for the for the if Patreon. We can find if, you, it. if you guys want us to redo Warriors of Virtue, let us know. Maybe we'll we'll think about it. Um, <laughs> it's still probably only available on 240p. I, yeah, we'll, we'll, I will try to find a better way to watch it. If like I'll I'll look into it beforehand instead of the night of. I'll believe it <laughs> um, when I see it. <laughs> anyway, uh, overall, I think this movie is pretty strong as a kids movie. It's not perfect. It's got its moments though that are that really stand out. So I'm gonna give this three out of five uh, horrifying tree demons. I, mean, I guess he's. A, I, I I don't know. I, I wouldn't call myself a tree demon if I was like. If I was the devil and I was sealed inside a penguin statue, I don't want to be the penguin devil. I'm yeah. still the devil. Right. They nope. just happened to seal me you're, in a penguin. You're the penguin devil now, Brian. <laughs> if I, when I come out, if I have penguin aspects after that, I get it. But he doesn't. He's not like, I am the nega tree. <laughs> nope. Tree demon. I have leaves underground and roots in the air. <laughs> and my ass is just fine. Hmm? I feel like this thing had it. it, it there was a couple of scenes where this thing like looked like a big giant muscular guy. I'm surprised he didn't smack his own ass. Oh yeah, that I feels mean, like the type of toxic love thing he was going for. But everyone who's listening to this needs to go and listen to Toxic Love on YouTube because yes. it, it has the the horny line. And <laughs> I, I really wish they kept that in. You need it in there, huh? Well, I, I, it's weird that like 
why have it there? Did he write it? Did he improvise that line? Like, why is that there? It's like, ho- is horny bad? Uh, I mean... I mean, I get I, that it's weird to have him in, like... A kid movie? <laughs> yeah, but he's the villain. He should be singing about bad things. <laughs> well, being horny's not bad, though. It's just a, it's a moment kind of like, busting makes me feel good. Busting, 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 busting. Anyway, Brian. I ain't afraid of no sleeping. <laughs> I ain't afraid of no bed. <laughs> uh, this one actually held up a lot better than I, th- I thought this was going to be one of those, like, we wouldn't have a lot to talk about. Like, it'd be a fine movie, but, yeah. like, like uh, Robin Williams wasn't as funny, and yeah. I've seen this movie a million times, and I have, but it's just because apparently they all ripped off this movie. <laughs> yeah. It, I don't yeah. know if, th- uh, like, if this movie... No, because surely the book can't, like, match, like, the weird visuals of them having the sex scene and like the bioluminate like yeah. there's no way everything goes back to like a cave painting of like and this is will become avatar in fifty thousand years what if that was a cave painting though cave painting of this exact story i mean <laughs> it makes sense there this fair. starts with like weird cave painting hands on the wall that's true that's true it does uh hmm, kim curry good zach good pip good robin williams still good though weird uh I don't think we really need the the throwaway animal characters who never showed up again. Like yeah, I like appreciate the them making the the, the world rich, mm-hmm. but just have them exist. They don't need their own songs if they're never going to show up again. Right. Bring them back in the in the final scene. Let yeah, them do something. That that too. If they're if they're if you want them to be in there, then have them be in there. But don't it'd be like if Timon and Pumbaa showed up, helped uh, helped Simba did grow one up. song yeah. with. Uh, Simba and then like they're immediately gone <laughs> like he it, eats them what, yeah I was gonna say what if it just showed him grown up and then they're just in the background as Nala comes as to meet bones. him there's just yeah. bones of Timon and Pumbaa <laughs> I mean bugs are fine but a lion's gotta eat <laughs> that's right yeah <laughs> need my real protein so uh pretty, pretty good move pretty good songs weird uh, like, did you guys feel like the lizard was a famous song guy cause he had I mean, that I thought it was that Sir, way. not Sir Mix a lot but uh Tone Lock, I think, is what we found out it was. Yeah. And I thought I could have sworn that I heard several songs that were like semi like 90s rap. Yeah. That had like there's the there's one about like the Mary Jane. This guy has a certain voice that I know I've heard. Yeah, the it. Sound, yeah. He sounds really familiar, but maybe they're just like that's a character that people put on in other stuff. Right. Not that they're ripping this off. It's just an easy voice to do or something. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. But uh, when I heard him, I'm like, oh, this guy's banging a million things, but I don't think he has. Uh, mm, it's a pretty, pretty all right movie. Is it three and a half out of five? Yeah, okay. Uh, special kind of hornies. <laughs> all right. So are you like having now seen it are you pretty sure that you never saw this one because it sounded oh, like you thought you might have it 100 percent. i've not seen it okay okay How what did you? you think about it seeing this as an adult <laughs> i mean message I, still holds up i appreciate <laughs> the message but the execution was kind of sloppy yeah. imo like they make my least favorite thing about this film is that they make druid culture seem kind of lame like the only thing that you do <laughs> is culture. you help stuff. Not uh, fairy culture. Yeah. The only, your only purpose is just to help shit grow. Like when I feel like you could you could have invigorated that idea, the whole concept of being shepherds of the forest. Like you could have mm. workshopped that and Give made it, a it into more something space. cool. Yeah. Whereas they don't even like they. The only like Maggie is the only person that ever actually demonstrates the the magic at work helping to grow things like once they yeah. make like a dead tree turn into a viney monstrosity yeah. that kind of looks like a tree and that was basically it yeah it does like I don't blame our main character for not wanting to participate in that because yeah. it looks lame yeah I, I'm totally down with that if it's just part of it but you can't just like you can't teach them to say like. Even when Zach is telling them, you guys have to leave, they're like, this is our only home. We have to stay here and die. Like, no, fuck that. You guys can make a new home in seconds. <laughs> That's right. Just grab some seeds and go grow a forest. Right. No problem. I don't like that her message was getting this tree that can get chopped down just as much as any other tree and wait for death. <laughs> <laughs> That's because Maggie was, Maggie was lame. Yes. 
she does this badass ritual that just doesn't like she she buffs her entire culture in a way that doesn't seem to make an, a, di- a meaningful difference yeah. mm-hmm. even though it makes her sacrifice her life like you should have just stuck around and led your people through like the crisis of their time well yeah. they're all yeah. super virile now so that even if only two survive they can repopulate, they can repopulate the whole the- <laughs> rainforest that's actually what the magic ritual does it just makes everybody want to yeah. <laughs> I mean they all seem like they're there danger does that but Tim Curry's performance in, as Hexus was absolutely the star of the show. That's where the animation is on point. That's where the best songs are. Mm-hmm. And that's where, of course, the best acting is. Because everyone else kind of feels, seems like they were they were trying their best. But at, at, compared to Tim Curry, there's, they sound like they're phoning it in. Right. What do you think was the worst animation? The animation wasn't that bad. It was just that the characters at time, like, okay, come on. Like, Krista just almost seemed like she was a borderline bimbo. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> A little I mean, bit, yeah. Kind of. I, that's kind of. I feel like a teenage fairy would basically be a bimbo. The the level of ignorance that she demonstrates, they just go a little hard on that. Like you don't know what fire is. Come on, yeah. You've never yeah. seen smoke before. Period. I mean, maybe it doesn't come up along rainforest. Unless they only live for five weeks, and she was already halfway through her life. <laughs> maybe. In that case, like okay, maybe a forest fire hasn't happened recently. Whatever. The movie was enjoyable, but it has issues. But uh, what year did this come out again? 1992. Okay, so it's not Much like... I thought it was like nearly 2000 when this came out because I don't remember this being one of those that I saw when I was like non-speaking age. Like I was going to give it a pass for being like primordial animated film. Yeah. But there's a lot of stuff that had already come out <laughs> yeah, well Snow before. Yeah, Snow White was like the fucking 60s or 50s. Or so. like, like it's the crazy. Yeah. Exactly. So... I like the message. I wish they had done it better. I'm still going to give it uh, three out of five lumber trucks. Three out of five? Holy shit. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves came out during World War II. Wow. Right? Like, it, it 1937. Blows, it always blows me away. Like They were already figuring out animation at that time. I that's had no insane. idea. Yeah, that's that's nuts. Huh. Okay. Well... If you want to hear more podcasts that will blow <laughs> your mind, you can find us at our website, www.opinionatedpodcast.com. I think you, you can, can skip the www. Yeah, they, Shut up. No I was born in the really 90s. <laughs> they, they always had to do the www in the 90s. Anyway, you can also follow us on Twitter at OpinionCast or on Facebook at Opinionated Podcast. If you've got any suggestions you'd like to give us, you can reach out to us at our email, opinionatedmoviereviews at gmail.com. Please go leave us a five-star rating on Spotify. It's a big help to us in the algorithm. And the other way that you can help us out is by telling your friends about us we always appreciate hearing from you and you can also join us on our discord which is linked in the description of this episode and on our twitter bio uh come join us we we talk talk a lot shoot the shit and we do some polls occasionally to let you decide what movie we will be reviewing next so come check that out how does josh do this so well i guess he's just got a lot more practice (laughs) anyway um do you have other shows that you're on no i mean i do the book podcast but like that's like once a month maybe anyway um Until next time, though, we're opinionated. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 